When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out for the latest content without a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Just don't play Brandon Miller in a uh, in a Sweet 16 game again because I got burned by that today. But use the code FIVE, F-I-V-E. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Again, you can find Prize Picks at the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, or PrizePicks.com. Voted the number one fastest growing sports property in the country. Find out why you can play all the different sports together. And of course, one of those is NBA. So check out Prize Picks on Five, which we put on our YouTube channel. We tell you how to play it, we make it easy for you. And again, if you use the code FIVE, F I V E, you get that initial deposit matched up to $100. And now, Tonight's episode. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck the Sand, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor, late Friday night episode after the Miami Hurricanes advanced to the Elite Eight. Joining FAU, this is now a basketball town, two teams separated by a bright line ride, are in the Elite Eight, which is remarkable. But we're going to talk about the Heat tonight. And we're going to talk specifically about Jimmy Butler as we await a big game Saturday night. I'll be there. Nets, Heat. The Heat are now a half game up on the Nets for that sixth seed. They're also within striking distance of the Knicks, who are going through a little bit of a tailspin right now. So Miami could get as high as the five spot. But all of this comes down to one thing as we look forward. You're trying to put Jimmy Butler in the best position to pull something off. And after the game the other night, Jimmy was talking to Dwayne Wade and he said, I'm going to take this team to the promised land. He believes that he believes that as long as he's got guys around him who can make a few shots, that he can do anything against anybody. And we saw that against LeBron James a couple of years ago, obviously in the, in the finals. And we also saw that last year against Jason Tatum and Boston, where he almost carried them to the finals again. So I'm going to pose a very difficult question to Alex and Greg 
today's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Alex Salito, you can follow him at Tropical Blanket. And it's this, because they're going to have to put their homer hats to the side a little bit and put Jimmy in perspective. So I looked at Jimmy since the All-Star break. He's shooting 61% from the floor. 61% from the floor. If you look at his East ranks since the All-Star break, he is 10th in points per game. He is first in field goal percentage among non-bigs. Okay, There's a few Daniel Gaffords and that kind of player ahead of him. But in terms of non-bigs, and in fact, he's actually right ahead of Giannis in field goal percentage since then. He's also averaging six rebounds, five assists. He's on pace for a ridiculously low number of turnovers and fouls. He simply does not make negative plays. There are no missed shots. There are no turnovers. There are no fouls. There's no wasted motion at all. He has been tremendous. But the East has other guys at the top that he's going to have to go through. So I'm going to give you this list, guys. The list includes Joel Embiid. It includes Jason Tatum. It includes Giannis Antetokounmpo. Those are just three. It includes Donovan Mitchell. For bleeps and giggles, I'll throw Julius Randle in there. Is there anyone on the list in a series that all the teams had time to prepare for that you would still put ahead of Jimmy Butler, Greg? My homer hat is off and still, hell no. Seven-game series, (laughs) everything on the line. I understand, like, this is the beauty of this exercise, Ethan. It's, it, this is, it's perfect because everybody's going to immediately, the first moment as they hear this, as they hear me pick Jimmy instead of all those guys you just named, they're going to go, oh, my gosh. Here's Greg going again, being a hope trafficker. But we're talking about one playoff run. We're talking about a six-week stretch, maybe two months at most. That's all we're talking about here. We're not talking about career. We're not talking about who we're building around. We're not talking about long-term futures. We're talking about in the imminent near future, who who would you take? Listen, y'all, Jimmy Butler was taking shots from the mid-range, and he was not looking at the mother bleeping basket the other night. If he is in that kind of groove heading into these playoffs and the Heat are any semblance of healthy, I'm interested to see what happens. And as Jimmy Butler likes to say, I like our chances. Alex, I want to make this harder for you because I'm not going to ask the same question Mm. as I did to Greg. So I'm going to flip these questions around as we go forward. Dwayne Wade went into the playoffs many times on a roll. Okay, 0809, 09-10, again, pre-Big 3, where obviously you had the help from LeBron and from Chris. And then after the Big 3 era, I remember Dwayne went in really hot to the 2015-16 playoffs, which he carried over because he beat Charlotte pretty much by himself and then ended up uh, taking Toronto to seven games. Do you feel more kind of us against the world, this team can do anything regardless of who's around our star player than you did when that player was Dwayne Wade? Hmm. Uh, Man, tough question as always. Um, No, look, I, I, it's really tough to compare to Dwayne, man. I I do like, it's, that's where I think it becomes really tough because I never really want to play down what Jimmy has done in the playoffs, but it's really tough to compare to what Dwayne was doing at certain levels there. 
Um, I think Dwayne's ability to just be able to kind of break down any defense, especially, you know, back then with, uh, I think, tighter spacing, um, I think was really unparalleled along with the IQ, the decision-making, of course, you know, defensive leadership, all the stuff he provided. And, and we all know about, you know, he was relentless. And that's where I think him and Jimmy have, uh, you know, things in common. Obviously, the fact that they both are guys who – made their careers and are going to go down, you know, as all-time greats, despite not really being shooters. So there's a lot of skill involved in that, right? I think just being able to get to the rim relentlessly, even though everybody knows it's what you're trying to do, they do it in different ways. And all that is, is to say, like, I, I don't like comparing them. I really don't. So it's a cop-out, but I think Dwayne is better. I'm going to say that. Like, I, I would – Dwayne is, is, was a better player, so I'm going to take him. There's also the nostalgia added with him. But I trust Jimmy – damn near as much you know what i mean like i think jimmy as a decision maker it's it's really um i think not spoken about enough just because and and i you know i've picked apart his passing at times too not really in a, in in a bad way just to say that he's kind of limited as far as like he he can't make all the same passes that a luca or, Le, or lebron or jokic can but he does not make bad ones and he is one of the best decision makers in the league when it comes to you know making passes uh for others making the place for himself and not turning the ball over. And I think that's what really separates him from others, right? The fact that he's able to, you know, take care of the ball, get to the foul line just as much as anybody, play elite level defense, get to the rim almost as much as anybody in the league. And just, you know, the fact that you're able to count on that every single night when he's engaged, it's the fact that this is even a conversation tells you how far I think Jimmy has surpassed the expectations of what, you know, who who he was before he came to the Heat. So I think that's kind of where I'm at. I trust him damn near as much as Dwayne. I'm not going to go back to Greg yet, because now I'm going to pivot back to the question that I asked Greg. So I'll throw this at you, Alex. Joel Embiid is probably going to win the MVP. It's looking like that. He's, at, he's up on all the MVP ladders at this stage over Jokic. Giannis could win the MVP. I think he's still the best player in the world, two-way player in the world. Agree. Obviously, obviously, Tatum's numbers are obscene, uh, even though he's only shot 29% from three since the All-Star break. Most of his numbers, with the exception of the efficiency numbers, but the, the counting numbers are still better than Jimmy's. People are going to look at this and they're going to say what Greg said is crazy, right? I mean, Embiid, Giannis, Tatum, and even Mitchell, in terms of what he can provide, and we've seen him do in a playoff series. Can you make the same argument that Greg can? I mean, provided, again, that Embiid stays healthy, Giannis has had some trouble staying healthy at, at key times as well, and Tatum can be inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely make the same argument. Um, I love that Leif went to it. You know, he had to go to it. You know, he, he, I think, you know, I believe that Leif means that. And I'm kind of right there. The only person that I would legitimately put above him um, is Giannis in the East. And that's just because I think he's, you know, I think he's just the best player in the league when it comes down to when you're including uh, playoffs as well. He's just such a force of nature, the, you know, what he's able to do on both ends, dominant. Uh, and he's the only guy that I would feel comfortable putting up, you know, putting above Jimmy as a, you know, a, if you're doing a playoff list. But even then, like we've seen Jimmy win out, right? And, and, we all, we've also seen Jimmy really struggle ever since uh, they kind of put Giannis on him. They, I don't know, man. Like, I think it can kind of go either way between those two. But I'm with you guys. That's that I fair. Would put him above, 
even then though, like <laughs> I trust Jimmy. I really do trust Jimmy. Like I think the guy is a killer and I mean that in all the best possible ways. Um, and I do think like I was just looking at the, the playoff numbers, comparing his to Tatum's last year, both, you know, very good. And I think Tatum got some uh, unfair hate, especially in the finals, just because I think he gets uh, he got so much. Um, I think so much more attention than people give him credit for as far as like uh, defensive attention. Like I think he, you know, numbers are bound to go down and that's kind of, you know, it, their offense can if if. if the threes are not falling. The Celtics offense can really fall off a cliff if Tatum is being contained. And I think people, you know, the Heat figured that out. The Warriors figured that out. And, uh, you know, I think the Bucks have to a certain extent, too. They just, you know, they won without Middleton. They they won with, with Middleton not being there last season. Otherwise, I think the Bucks would have been right there and it would have been a Heat-Bucks conference finals. And, you know, not to slander the Celtics or Tatum, which, you know, it's fair. It's fair to do. But, I just think that he turns over the ball so much more than Jimmy when faced with the attention. Right. So it's fair to say that like um, they're both right there to, with each other. You can say Tatum's a better player overall. I don't really agree, but I don't think it's crazy. I do think though in the playoffs, Jimmy just last year um, turned over the ball like a quarter of the times that, that Tatum did. I just think that's such a huge factor if you're comparing two guys. And so I'm probably taking him over Tatum. I'm probably taking him over Mitchell, who's also been a great playoff performer. I want to see him do it against the Eastern Conference defenses now. And I'm probably taking him over Embiid because I've seen the way that Embiid um, can shrink when he's faced with the extra pressure as well. And Jimmy just rises up um, above in a way that I've seen others do in the past, like Dwayne and, you know, Giannis too. So, and let me just clarify. I understand why other people would take other players on that list. I'm not crazy nor stupid. Like, I get it. Like, there's lots of guys that are super talented, having unbelievable seasons that are much more in the prime height of their powers than maybe Jimmy is uh, in certain athletic respects and such. I just mean this. I haven't seen Joel Embiid do it, and I haven't seen Donovan Mitchell do it either. And I haven't necessarily seen any of those guys aside from Giannis and I think he is the one player that like if we're just being completely like throw everything out the window he is the number one guy but for me I'm just ending it with saying I like my chances with Jimmy Butler and I think that that's like to be in the even in the position to say you like your chances with your guy that's where you want to be heading into the playoffs considering this season has been not fun otherwise. But see, that's the thing that would completely confuse those who are outside this market who don't understand the way that Jimmy operates during a season, right? So this comment comes in from Jimmy, basically that the real season has begun, you know, at this point. And so I saw some people criticizing that on Twitter that Jimmy has that attitude that somebody actually said, this is why people don't like the NBA during the regular season. And it's just because they don't understand Jimmy's approach. Look, I've had some difficulty accepting the approach with Jimmy this year. Um, the minutes, for instance, like to me, you win three or four more games. If Jimmy just plays two or three more minutes in some of these games. Okay. Uh, so I, I understand the frustration with Jimmy not being out there all the time. I think now we're seeing the payoff. So you can look at it that way and say, well, maybe the reason Jimmy's playing at this level now is because he's so fresh. But I don't think the people around the country sort of understand that the Jimmy Butler that you see in December and January is not the one that you're going to see from March 
to April and on. And I, I think that that's why it looks it will, it will sound ridiculous to anybody outside of this market that we would take Jimmy Butler over Joel Embiid, uh, Jason Tatum, or even Donovan Mitchell. Now, I will tell you this. I, I can't take him over Giannis. Uh, I can't because I, Giannis has proven it at the highest level, has won a championship, is a force of nature, and really has only one flaw, which is his free throw shooting. And they've overcome that uh, enough that I feel like they could overcome it again. That obviously is not an issue with Jimmy. One of the reasons Jimmy has been so dynamic down the stretch of games is because he wants to get fouled because he's not afraid of getting fouled. He's not afraid of going to the line, whereas Giannis at times is afraid of going to the line because he's not very good from the line. So that is one distinct advantage. Another advantage that Jimmy has over these guys, I talk about the efficiency with Tatum. It's a clear advantage that he has. But the advantage he has over Embiid is Embiid needs someone to get him the ball. Um, Jimmy doesn't. Uh, Jimmy's going to set the, the tone there. Uh, Embiid can shrink in these situations. You, you you mentioned that. And also, Embiid tends to get hurt in the playoffs. It's always something. And so that's another reason that, like you said, until I see Embiid do it, until I see a center, okay, there really hasn't been a center. When's the last center? I mean, Jokic hasn't gotten his team uh, past the conference finals in the West. I, I don't know necessarily he's going to do it again. We haven't seen a center lead his team uh very far it's kind of like the running back position honestly um in in the uh in, in the nba and and where where it's, it's not really the necessity the necessity is the quarterback which in the nba is the point guard or the wing player or the wing scorer so i i can make the case for jimmy over Embiid. um i can make the case certainly for jimmy over Harden in these situations i can make the case for jimmy over jalen brown in these situations um, I, I'm, I'm not even going to entertain the Julius Randall thing. Donovan and obviously Mitchell. the Nets, who are the other potential playoff team here, Mikel Bridges has been a really nice story. We've been having a different conversation if this was Kevin Durant. So I can make the case for all of them. I can't make the case for him over, over Giannis. Um, but I can say this. The one advantage that I think Jimmy has now over all of these guys is nobody expects shit from this team. Like he is playing, he's going to come into the playoffs. Like, let's say, let's say, Greg, they come in with a five seed, okay? Which is the same seed, the exact same seed they had in the bubble. Okay, they went into the bubble trying to get the four and they lost the game and they basically dropped the game to fall behind Indiana, not really caring that Indiana was the home team because it was in the bubble. They may end up with the exact same seed. And yet I believe, even though I believe this team is better than the bubble team in terms of, I mean, Bam's better. Tyler's better. Those are the two most important things, even though they don't have Dragic, a player at Dragic's level at the point guard position now. But they're going to come in with a five seed with nobody believing they're going to do a damn thing. Like, Greg, I feel like that is the absolute perfect position for Jimmy. Like, Embiid comes in as the MVP. The expectation level on him is going to be enormous. Giannis always has that expectation level. Tatum has been anointed as the next one and he plays in Boston and they're freaking out in Boston by the fact that they've struggled a little bit over the last month. We know how they get in Boston. Jimmy is playing. Nobody expects anything from this heat team this year at this point, even though they were the one seed last year. Sounds like, familiar. This is per- it's perfect for Jimmy. It's perfect for all of them. Truthfully to find an identity all of a sudden, like it kind of lines up in that direction. And here's another part of it that helps is that uh, initially, like, let's just say that they were to somehow find their way. Um, if, if they land at six and it's Philly, Miami, 
there's high drama and they're getting good TV slots. And if somehow Boston falls to three and it's three, six with Miami, then they're getting good TV slots. If it's four five and it's Cleveland, Miami, it's also going to be a little bit like you might end up on NBA TV here or there. And I also think that, um, there's a tendency for those series to go a little bit under the radar. And so it's just even more where Jimmy will fly under the radar and then shock people once he gets on, on the, on the big stage. So to me, it sets up perfectly. Um, and then obviously the Knicks matchup, but I don't know how that, that would really actually be viable. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be about the other team they play. Like this will be, I mean, it'll be a spotlighted series. If it's Boston, be a spotlighted series. If it's Philly, not so much Cleveland, obviously, but I just think Jimmy's in the perfect position. Like, it's just, I mean, he has this F the world attitude right now, which you saw against the Knicks. I mean, most of that was because Randall was chirping so much in the last game that Jimmy decided to chirp back, but he was chirping at everybody. He was chirping at the officials. Uh, he was chirping at Dwayne. He was chirping at a fan in the front row. Like that's how you want him right now. And it, it's crazy with Jimmy. I always said this about him. He's a contrarian. If you, and we, Alex and I know this from the press conferences we're at and all this. If you tell Jimmy he's the best player in the world, he'll tell you he's nobody. If just you like tell you said, him playoff just, Jimmy doesn't exist. Right. If you, right. Exactly. It's like, it's all, if you tell him, if you, if you tell him, if you, if you, but if you criticize him anyway, he literally walked into the locker room. This was Chicago was in town. This was a couple months ago. And it was a Chicago media guy, not, not a, not a newspaper guy, but a, a broadcaster up there who he knew. I know, I know the guy also, he came in, he started to talk to Jimmy a little bit and he asked Jimmy how he's doing. He says, I'm just being the best player in the world. But like, if you told Jimmy, he's the best player in the world, he'd tell you he was the 15th best player on his roster. It's just the way he is. Like he likes, he's just counterculture. He likes to go. I mean, who else is playing the crap he's playing in the locker room in the NBA locker rooms? You know, he's just, he's different. Okay. He likes to go uh, against, I'm sorry, but like, it's terrible. He likes to, I mean, he will literally pick the worst song you possibly find on a playlist. And that's, what's going to be on. He's going to blast it. It's just who he is. And this is, this is his F the world thing. Like the fact, the fact that he decided to leave his hair like that for media day just so it would end up on all the networks like that the entire year. And then he got pissed off. He was talking in the locker room. He got pissed off because one of the networks didn't run it like that. Like that's who he is. And I feel like all of this has set up for him to basically say, look, he's running essentially with the third stringers in Minnesota again. And that's how he likes it. You know? And it's like, and it's like what he said in Minnesota before the trade there, where he's like, you effing need me. That's his attitude right now, and that's the attitude that they need, and that's what makes him so dangerous. And I will say this. I don't think Joel Embiid has that attitude. I don't think Jason Tatum has that attitude. I don't think Giannis has that attitude, but he's the one that I don't think needs it because he's just so incredibly driven, and he's tasted the championship at this point and wants more of it. But I would take Jimmy over Embiid and Tatum uh, for those reasons. All right, we're gonna let me come back. We're just going to touch briefly – on how this thing sets up for the Heat as they play the Nets, get into a couple keys for that game. Before we do, I want to mention a couple of sponsors here. First, our friend Eric Rubenstein. You can find him at ericrubenstein.com. If you're looking for a personal injury attorney, this is the guy to go to, or you can call 954-829-ERIC. That's eight, that's excuse me, 954-829-ERIC. Eric went to St. Thomas. He was Magna Cum Laude. 
his law school down here. He does a great job. He will get you your money, whether it's a car accident, slip and fall, medical malpractice. Reach out to Eric. We always give you the Rubenstein injury report. As of now, nothing really on the list for the Heat other than Cody Zeller uh, continuing to be out, but nothing new for the game coming up. Also, I do want to tell you about a great fishing trip that's being offered. you got to check out this website. It's thetunacoast.com. Go to thetuna, T-U-N-A, coast.com, and it's in Panama City. And if you mention five reasons, you're going to get 25% off this kind of once-in-a-lifetime excursion, take you out to the Cerro Hoya uh, National Park, and there you can dive, fish, hunt, hiking, hike in the waterfalls, surf, horseback riding. They've got everything. They are completely disconnected from the world in one of the most pristine places you will ever find. So check it out. It's at www.tunacoast.com. If you mention five reasons, you'll get 25% off this trip. Again, it's down there in Panama City or right close to Panama City, but you completely disconnect from everything down there. Also, they're selling properties down there. And if you're interested in any of that, you can reach out to Carolina at 954-200-2217. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up. Who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products. And that's why I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handled. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer and also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks half of what you pay for other big brands also i would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash so check it out you can go to harrys.com backslash five that's harrys.com backslash five you'll get a 13 dollar trial set for just three bucks again don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. Harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, guys. Uh, Knicks, Nets. That's what's in front here. 
Alex, the way it sets up, if they win this game against the Nets, they're in really good position. Mikel Bridges has been terrific. In fact, if you look at like the overall numbers across the board, one of the few guys in the East who has numbers close to Jimmy Butler since the All-Star break is Mikel Bridges. What else do you worry about on this team? Well, that's the question, right? I think they have to figure out some stuff as far as how they balance out their two-way play. And um, I think that it kind of sums up a lot of their, a lot of the stuff we've talked about all season with, you know, the whole season having come down to a lack of shooting and, um, you know, kind of underwhelming uh, rim pressure, I think an underwhelming offense in general, where the only thing they were kind of good at on the offensive floor is um, keep taking care of the ball. Right. And uh, I think it's just scoring in the mid range, getting to the free throw line. That's about it. Everything else, you know, they can't really hit threes. They don't get to the rim uh, very often and don't convert at the rim very well. So they finally got over some of that as far as uh, recently. Like if you just look at their their March shooting again, it's it's still holding up. Right. Like six and three point percentage, six an offensive rating. Um the problem is they're 18th in net rating, and that's because of their defense. That you know, in this month of March, if you just filter it to the to this month, it's 27th in defensive rating. Like, which we, <laughs> it's crazy because they're still forcing a lot of turnovers this month. Like, they're still very good at that, and that's kind of what they've been leaning into all season, as we know. And despite that, their half court defense has just been that much worse. And I think like you have a certain trust, and you know, you give them the this Heat organization, that the Heat players and personnel that they just have, you give them a benefit of the doubt that they're going to be able to fix all that based on, you know, an entire season and multiple seasons worth with some of these guys of, of knowing who they are defensively. I think they're going to be able to fix some of that stuff. But, you know, as Nikias of the dunker spot and our friend was, you know, was saying on, on his latest podcast is like, can you name a three game, a three game stretch this season where the heat were, you know, on point on both ends of the floor. And immediately, immediately, as soon as he asked that, I'm like, nope. As soon as he asked that question, I'm like, I don't even have to look that up. I already know that's that that has not happened this season. And so that's where all the, I think, frustration lies in the inconsistency where even with shots falling and things going the other way now, finally, it's like, oh, some of the, the you know, some bad habits are being formed. I think it's just kind of the, the doldrums of a long season, a little bit. So, you know, some lethargic patterns here or there, especially first quarters, first halves, I think. And um, like I said, I give them the benefit of the doubt, but they still kind of have to prove it. And I think, you know, it's I, I, they're just holding off for the playoffs at this point. I don't think they're even worried about this type of stuff, but they really haven't shown that they're a great two way team at any point this season. Greg, uh, the Knicks have come back to the pack a little bit, so it's reasonable to say that you could chase down the five. I'm sure that we're going to have some more episodes about whether or not you should chase down the five. I've heard some Heat fans who wanted the team to get as high up in the standings who are now pivoting the other direction and saying you'd rather take the path from the six, which seems like nitpicking to me at this stage. I just I think you yes. just want to get out of the play-in, uh, get yes. the best opponent you possibly can, right? Um, but where do you think this ends up? you think they end up getting the five? I do. I think that they are in a spot where – New York has looked weird. Julius Randle has looked, you know, he lost his cool the other night in Orlando. Um, they are four and six in their last 10. Uh, Brooklyn is four and six in their last 10, whereas Miami seven and three. Cleveland's eight and two. So watch that as they create separation there at the four spot. 
to me, this is a prime spot for them as Jimmy has looked as good as he has for them to catapult themselves into five, which to me, if you talk about the one thing that would make this group maybe band together and connect this thing just enough to make some noise, it's going from everyone thinking they could be, you know, fighting for an eight seed to all of a sudden being locked into a five seed. I think that that would be a huge win for the end of this season. Yeah. And again, it would put them in a position where if Jimmy Butler is playing against the Cleveland Cavaliers, who've never really experienced the playoffs together in any significant way, this, this group had a play in last year. I think you would feel okay about your chances, even starting on the road. All right. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to Greg. Again, I'll be at the game on Saturday night. Greg will be handling the podcast. Check us out on playback. It's been a lot of fun lately. We'll have a crew on there as well. Check out our sponsors, prize picks, use the code five F I B E or Grubenstein.com. If you need a personal injury attorney and check it out for a really, really cool fishing trip, 25% off. If you mention five reasons, go to the tuna coast.com. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.